we got to figure out how can we make this work for this client, right? Because that's essentially what a broker is. We're not a lender. We're not a bank. We don't have one option. We're not limited. We're unlimited. Welcome to the Build a Broker podcast. Each episode, you'll hear the journey of newly minted mortgage brokers from concept to first closed loan on their road to success. Most originators are entrepreneurs. Some take it to that next level and become a mortgage broker. Barely able to buy beer, and today's guest leverages success as an originator and open up his mortgage brokerage shortly after his 21st birthday. In this episode, we're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about the huge, unique selling proposition that mortgage brokers have, and we're going to talk about our guest fire inside that started way back when he was 15 years old working in his family's Little Caesars pizza shops. But first, a message from our sponsor. Rocket Pro TPO has the tools brokers need to compete, even in an ever-changing market. Elevate your game with world-class training called Pro Performance. It's elite coaching that only Rocket Pro TPO can offer. Partners walk away with the skills to confidently present to clients, explain market conditions, and win more business. Learn more at rocketprotpo.com. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, and MLS number 3030. I'm your host, Andrew Berman, and on this episode of Build a Broker, we're going to hear from Anthony Denha, who is the president and CEO of Instant Mortgage. Let's hear Anthony's journey from being inspired by his family at an early age to open up his mortgage brokerage business. Anthony. Thank you so much for joining us today. So listen, I, I want to first dig into your background. Let's talk about actually your history. How did you get into the mortgage business? Because I, I know actually, yeah. you know, like everyone, you had no intention of being in the mortgage business. But uh, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at your NMLS. Uh, you know, you were you were in the pizza business. So so talk to us actually. You know, how did you find yourself in the mortgage business? No, for sure. Good question. And uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So um, that's a good question. I got into the mortgage industry. Um, it was It's actually quite funny how I got into it. So I started at Little Caesars. So my family had owned a, a few Little Caesars at the time. And uh, when I was 15 years old, around that time, that's when they bought the stores. So when I was 15, I got into the business and, you know, I started making pizzas, whatever. But in, not until I was 17 or 18 did I start managing uh, the business. So, uh, my brother, my oldest brother, Michael had decided, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to take my talents. I'm going to law school. So he went to law school. And at the time it was kind of him running the business and I was, you know, his right-hand man. So when he left, I had to basically take his place. So I took his place. I managed the business and slowly I realized that I didn't love it. It wasn't for me. And I didn't see a long-term view for me at Little Caesars. So at the time, when I was about 18, 19 years old, my cousin was getting ready to actually open up his mortgage brokerage. So I reached out to him, you know, to try and get into the industry because I wanted to try something new. You know, my oldest brother, Michael, was going into law school. My other brother, Joseph, who's older than me as well, was going to law school. So now I'm trying to find my niche, you know? So I said, you know, I, I need to, you know, get away from my parents, get on, get out, get away from under them and, and kind of branch out on my own to be independent. So I went to their, his brokerage and he kind of took me under his wing and, and showed me the ropes. So uh, that's kind of how I got into the mortgage. No, industry. No, I mean, let's, uh, let's, let's just, so, so I'm, I'm just looking at your, uh, your resume here. I mean, you're talking, you're pretty young actually when you got into the mortgage business. So uh, I, I believe sure. actually, uh, so you, uh, was it 2019? Um, how, Yep, how exactly. old were you in 2000? 
December. December 2019. How um, old were you at that time? I was I was about 19 years old at the 19 time. years old. You're just barely able to sign documents and you're now getting into <laughs> exactly. the mortgage business. So Exactly. So I, I mean, so this is like now. Were you going to uh, Were you going to school? Were you going to uh, college at all? Yeah, I was. Uh, no, I was full time in school at the time. Even when I joined, um, my goal was to always try and register early to get the online classes, so I can manage both at the same time. That was always my goal, in which I did a pretty good job of. So I was going full time, and I was also working full time uh, at my cousin's brokerage. Wow! Wow! So so, and what like. When you started in the mortgage business, like when when did you realize, hey, I got something here. I like this business. This is going to be my life. Yeah. I think the first few months is when I realized like, you know, like this is what I want to do. The atmosphere, the environment was off the charts. It was something I've never experienced. And keep in mind, it was the first job that I had that had no affiliation to, you know, my family, my parents, yeah. you know. So I was independent. Like what I made, you know, what I did, it was on me, you know. So I think a few months in was when I realized, like, man, this is for me. You know, I was I was doing well. I was a telemarketer at the time, and you know, I was I was getting people in the door. I was keeping people on the phone, and I was building relationships with people. You know, so uh, that's kind of when I realized that this is for me. Wow! And and was was that a mortgage broker that you that you were working at the time? Exactly, okay. it was a mortgage broker. Um, and and then uh, roughly six months in, seven months in, I was a telemarketer, and I said, you know what? I've seen all these loan officers and all these guys there, you know, they're saying, Oh, I did this. I did that. I said, you know, I need to get to that level, you know? So six, seven months in, um, I decided to go and take the MLO exam. And with my luck, of course, Andrew, I got a 74%. And for those who don't know, you need a 75% to pass. Uh, but by the way, if, if you get a 76%, you study too hard. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, a 76 is a hundred. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually, it's funny. It's funny. I just had someone in here. They just uh, passed their exam yesterday. So, and she got a 77. <laughs> so my brother told her, he said, what do you, what do you say to a doctor who didn't do as well on their exam to another doctor? What do they call them? She said, what? He goes, a doctor. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's what it is. It's a passing score. <laughs> that's it. That's all that matters. That's awesome, man. So, so, and, so, and is there something like specific about the broker model that, that you, that you like, or is it just a, an, an easy entering point uh, for the mortgage business? I, what I, I love the idea of a broker and it just, because when you put it into perspective and, you know, you talk to people on the phone and they'll tell you like, Hey, I've been in process with my bank for, you know, 45 days, 60 days. So, Number one, the turn times alone are, you know, they're cut in half with a broker because we're not dealing as, with as many loans and we have more time on our hands to um, get their loan to closing faster. You know, we make it a priority because, you know, when you go to some of these banks and some of these lenders you know, on the retail side, when they just put the loan into process, they get paid. Whereas for the broker, you know, they don't get compensated until the loan actually closes. So, you know, we have skin in the game as well. We want to do everything in our power to get the client a good deal so that way, they can come with us and then we want to get the client to closing. So that way at the end of the day, we get a paycheck. You yep, know what I mean? I definitely do, man. Well, listen, it's, it's clear you are an entrepreneur. Like, you know, you, you were raised to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> you were raised by entrepreneur sure. parents. Um, so the, 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 bro yep, exactly. the broker model is like, this is, this is your, 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 your destiny. I, I think that's, that's great. Yep. So, so one of the great, I think one so. of the great things about being a broker, you get to choose who you do in business with. How do you, 100%. How do you choose? How do you choose? Actually, obviously, you know, we know we know you're uh, a big partner with, uh, you know, the biggest, uh, the biggest and the best out there. But, uh, you know, uh, sure. talk to us. 
How do you decide which uh, lenders you're going to do business with? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think people in the broker industry have gotten, um, I misunderstood what it really a broker means because I feel like, you know, when you, when you hear it is, oh, you're sending, you're going to UWM or you're going to Rocket. But I don't think that's really what a broker is, right? What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take their profile and not just shop it with one, but you shop it with the lenders that you're partnered with to see who's actually giving them the best deal. You know what I mean? So the way I decide is, for example, if I have a client that has a good profile, um, a very clean, good credit, you know, maybe we send them to Rocket, right? But if they have uh, maybe a 580 credit score, then we got to look outside the box, right? We got to figure out how can we make this work for this client, right? Because that's essentially what a broker is. We're not a lender. We're not a bank. We don't have one option. We're not limited. We're unlimited. So we need to find the best case scenario for the client, no matter their qualifications. I love that. We're unlimited. We, we certainly are. As, as brokers, your power 100%. is unlimited. So so talk to us about like, you know, when was the point that you said, all right, I got to take the bull by the horns. I'm going to open up my mortgage brokerage and, and I'm going to open up instant mortgage. Yeah, that's a good question. I think, uh, I mean, it was when I was, I was a loan officer for about a year and a half at the time and I was doing very well over there. Um, I was closing loans. I was, you know, building my pipeline, building a lot of relationships over there. And I think when I really realized I was ready is, you know, I worked for the company and I won like a quarter two top producer mm-hmm. at the time. And I think it was like, that's when I clicked in my head, I said, I can do this, you know, and, and I had my family encouraging me on the back and saying, you know, you got this, you know, it's always something I wanted to yeah. do. I've always wanted to own my own business. Now at the age that I envisioned it, no, I didn't think that it was going to be now. But, you know, I made the jump and, you know, I think it was the right decision. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're here, you're, you're in business. You made it actually through the, the craziest two years of the, of exactly. the industry, uh, you know, and, and, and you exactly. had to experience some of that actually being in instant mortgage. So 100%. So tell me actually get, getting your, getting the brokerage set up, uh, you know, talk to us about some of the challenges that, that you faced when you were setting up the business. Yeah, I think there was um, a lot more challenges than I expected. I mean, I like opening up a business I've never done, obviously. So when I when I left the company to go do my own thing, I didn't even know where to start. So yeah, obviously I'm calling around to people who've done it before, and you know I'm just picking people's brains, and you know I'm getting help from people because I have some friends in the industry as well. So yeah, obviously the first step is you know you got to create the LLC, you got to get your bank account going. Then the next step is how can I model this business to be to get to the next level, you know? So you got to break ground. So you got to figure out, Hey, you know, um, how can I get people in the door? How can I hire people? You know, you got to figure out how, you know, you're going to train your employees. You got to figure out how you're actually going to be the leader of the office, you know, because if you're not, then the soldiers that you have, aren't going to follow, you know what I mean? Mm. So it, it was tough for sure. A lot of challenges that I faced because I just, it's something I've never done. It was something completely brand new. I mean, I left the company that I was at in August and I didn't open up shop until November. So there's just a lot of stuff that went into it. Licensing, um, you know, finding a location to do business um, and just a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? So, you know, what's, you know, what's really awesome about you that you that you're that you're saying, but you're not saying um, you don't even talk about actually your age. I mean, the, the fact that when you open up your brokerage, you were what, right. 20, 21, 22 years old. Yeah. So. 21 at the time when I filed my LLC, but I'm 22 now. 
It's amazing. It's amazing. So, so you're talking actually, yeah. like, and you're you're probably hiring people that are you know double your age, uh, you know, and and right. and and here you are, and 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 sure. I asked you your challenges, and you didn't mention that that's a challenge because most people would think actually that that is a challenge, but only affects the if they perceive it as a challenge. Um, yeah, I think I think that's psychological. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't think I don't really think it matters because it, like like they say, age is just a number, right? It's about your mindset. It's about you know, what you actually believe in. And if you believe that you're the best and you believe that you can do what you want to do, then you're going to get it. You're going to get it done. You yeah. know what I mean, like I, for example, I went to, um, like the rocket mortgage, Mike Fawaz, they flew instant mortgage and I was the representative. They flew us, they flew me out to California, right. With some, with guys that have been with rocket and have been in the industry for years. Like I was at the, yeah, I was 22 and I got the other youngest guy there was maybe 30 years old. The rest were like 50, 60, you know? So they, they've been in this for a while. I'm like, what am I doing here? You know? So that was one of the coolest experiences that I've probably ever experienced. And not only that, I got to pick so many people's brains that once the minute I landed, I started taking their ideas and started implementing it in my business. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it was an unbelievable experience and one that I'll never All right, forget. You got to share. Like, give us, give us like what, what, what was one major thing that from that experience uh, that you got? Because I, it's one of the things I love about being a, a broker is the community. There's such a strong community yeah. of brokers helping For brokers. Sure. So, so share with us actually just one idea that, that, you know, that you implemented, that you learned from, uh, you know, that, that rocket event. So I, I guess there's a couple things. So, Number one, I think the main thing was that I really took out of it was how to navigate through t- a tough market. Because keep in mind, when I opened up and I actually started operating business was early yeah, November, start. right? Yeah. So two months later, right, the market started taking a turn for the yep. worse. And I've never experienced that. When I got into the industry, the, the rates were where they were. The market was where it's at. They were low, you know, all-time lows. Exactly. So everything kept going up. And... Uh, you know, that was a big challenge. So that's kind of, I was picking all their brains and they're like, stick it out, weather the storm. And, you know, you're going to see light at the end of the tunnel for sure. And we, we are, you know, we're experiencing a lot of good things in here. We're experiencing things that we've, we've never thought we would have experienced, you know, like we're dealing with clients with lower credit scores that we never thought we'd able to do the loan for that, you know, we're going outside to different lenders because we're a broker and we're, we're, we're being able to get it done now, which is unbelievable. So I would say the biggest thing that I took out of it um, it's slipping my mind now. I just had it. Oh yeah. So here's how it is. So the, the biggest thing that I took out of it was going after young realtors. Okay. Going after young realtors when they're just getting in the game and you know, basically if they're going up, you're going up with them. It's kind of like a vice versa thing. So, you know, go, you're going after some of these other realtors that I've already experienced. Like they already have the people that they're using and, um, you know, you try and find these young realtors, get in with them. You know, I think that, that's a good model. That's awesome. That's great. So you, you know, listen, you're young yourself. You find actually these these real estate agents who are, or you know, maybe newer in the business, um, and you've sure. already actually had have an, an established legacy in the business because you've been doing it already sure. three three years at that point. So that, yeah. that makes right. still a baby in the game. I'm learning every single yep. day. You know, I'm still a baby, but you know, I'm getting there for sure. But as they say, the in the land of the blind, the man with one eye is king. So, uh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, I like that. That's awesome. So, all right, so so you're setting up your business. Uh, were there any like uh, you know 
pitfalls or like a money pit kind of scenario, something that you were not expecting, you know, to spend a lot of money on or to take so much resources. So, what, what's something actually yeah. that you oh, you yeah. wish you knew about before you started the, the, this this path? Man, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I just I didn't realize how it's uh, yeah, I guess expensive certain things were like, for example, credit pools, right? Those things oh, add yeah. up. You know, you get a bill at the end of the month, you're like, whoa, you know. So that's, I guess, that's one challenge that I was like, wow, I didn't expect that to be uh, a certain amount. You know, uh, licensing is is also expensive. You know, so I, I guess as far as monetary things, it wasn't anything necessarily too out of the blue. But those two things specifically, where it was like, you know, I was expecting it to be a little bit less than that. But you know, certain things are out of your control. Yep. Certainly, one hundred percent. But you control what you can control, uh, and one one exactly. of the things you control is is your tech stack. So, um, you know, you, you're when I hear instant mortgage. I'm assuming you're trying to do your mortgages not slow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, good assumption. Uh, good, good. Um, so, 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 tell me, actually, does this like uh, does is this dependent on a solid tech stack? Talk a little bit about your tech stack, you know, and how you deliver uh, what your brand is about. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, we brand our clients that, you know, we, we deal with the number one, obviously the lender in the country rocket and their technology is unbelievable. You know, so that's one thing that we brand, you know, we also brand that again, us being a broker, our only focus is you, right? So that's a big reason why our turnaround times are so fast because we're on top of our client's profile and their loan 24-7. The minute we hear something, we pick up the phone and we let our clients mm-hmm. know, right? So we keep the clients in the loop, right? And we don't waste any time. The minute that we're able to move on something, we get it done. The minute I need a document from the client, I'm going to pick up the phone, I'm going to call them, and I'm going to let the client know, hey, I need X document, I need this, I need that. And, you know, a big thing that, it, that isn't mentioned a lot is, you know, you have to foreshadow that to the client. You have to let them know, hey, We'll get this done in two weeks. No problem at all. Maybe even sooner, just depending on how quickly you can get me these documents. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how we get it done. Interesting. Interesting. So, so you tell them, we'll do this, but you got to, you got to do your thing. If you do your thing, we're going to do our thing and we're going to get these closed. Right. Uh, well, it's it, exactly. It's a team effort. You know, we're all on the same team. The client and us are on the same team because at the end of the day, we have one goal in mind and that's to get a good deal and to get it closed. Yep. You know what I mean? And hopefully fast. Hopefully fast. <laughs> In an instant, yeah, as well. <laughs> Regulatory uh, things aside, uh, but yes, uh, and and exactly. I, I, and exactly. would you mind sharing, like, like uh, how fast are you closing loans? I mean, we're closing those closing loans in fifteen days oh, or that's less. Amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Do you th- do you think oh, yeah. actually that being a broker, you have a a unique competitive advantage to close loans faster than some of your uh, retail mortgage banker counterparts? Absolutely, absolutely. Being a broker, you're kind of in charge of your own loan. I feel like on the retail side, they're nine to five, right? We're 24 yeah. seven. That's the, always the way that I think about it. You know, so when they leave the office at five, guess what? I'm in the office all day. I'm usually in the office from 10 to seven, 10 to eight, depending on the day, sometimes even 10 to nine. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's the difference. They're nine to five. We're 24 seven. That's awesome, man. What, what, what keeps this fire going? Like, is there, is there anything that inspires you? Like, uh, like what, what is, uh, you know, has you driving from 10 o'clock, you know, till seven, eight o'clock at night. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bet money. You're, you're working weekends, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and if someone calls after eight o'clock at night or at, at seven o'clock in the morning, you're answering the call and stopping what you're doing to handle them too. No matter what, no matter what. 
I think where the drive comes from is just my family background. I mean, just, it starts from the top. My grandpa, um, he came here, he, he was born in Iraq and he came here, um, to the United States and he brought the whole family over. He brought everybody over and, you know, he didn't have nothing. He didn't have much when he came here. And, you know, once he came to the United States, he, you know, he kind of, he, what's the word for it? He took off. Interesting. Okay. He opened up supermarkets and a successful one. And then he opened up a few more and he became a very successful entrepreneur. Right. And then you have my dad and my uncles are now running the businesses that he has opened and became successful till this day. So I think where this drive comes from is just, I've seen, um, you know, the people that have raised me do it. So I I can't be, I can't be, I can't fail in front of them. You know what I mean? So I have to get where they were. I want to surpass them. That's my goal. I tell my grandpa that all the time. I said, I'm surpassing you one day. I promise you. I always (laughs) tell him. So (laughs) that keeps this drive going. If that answers your question. Oh, that's awesome. I'm sure that keeps his drive going too, (laughs) right? Is he he still out there uh, actively working, building his empire? You know what? He's 87. He's very healthy and he's still out there monitoring everything. He doesn't want to slow down. I mean, obviously he's taking a break off the hard labor, but you know, he'll go pop into the store and, and he'll just, he'll overlook everything, making sure everything's looking good. But you know, he's as healthy as ever. And, and, you know, he's still operating. That's awesome, man. All the businesses. Oh, Fantastic, yeah. man. So I listen, man, this has been great. It's It's been awesome to dig into your journey. Can, can you just uh, maybe give a little bit of, of advice for, uh, you know, let, let future Anthony's out there, uh, you know, that, that see the opportunity. Um, it, for sure. Share with some, impart some advice on the future Anthony's of this world. For sure. Some advice for the future Anthony's of this world is, don't be afraid to take that jump. If you feel it and you have the confidence in yourself to think that you can get it done, you go do it, right? Don't sit back and wait. You only live once. You got to get it done. What do you have to lose? You know what I mean? The time to take a risk is now and you shouldn't be waiting. You shouldn't be sitting back while other people are up early getting it done. You got to get up and get it done as well. That's awesome. And if they're maybe a little scared, but they have most of the drive, can they come work for you? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're hiring. We're hiring. Spread the word, Andrew. Fantastic. All <laughs> right, Anthony. This has been awesome. It's been great to kind of for dig sure. inside your journey uh, as you became a mortgage broker. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Andrew, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, brother. It. Take care. All right, man. Yes, Bye. sir. You too. See ya. Bye. When you want to grow, strengthen, and protect your business, Rocket can. Partner with RocketProTPO.com today. Anthony has found ways to capitalize on his young age, his drive from his family, and his commitment to help borrowers. It's a deadly combination that I'm pretty sure we're going to see it leading to Anthony surpassing what his grandfather accomplished. Like Anthony said, don't wait. Now is the time to take risk. I hope this episode inspires future Anthonys of the world. That's it for this episode of Build a Broker, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All episodes are produced by T.G. Kutam Farrar and Matt Mullins. Mike Savino is head of multimedia and Christine Stewart is editorial director. Opening theme is Adrenaline by Balloon Planet. And the music you're hearing now is Sharp Thin Blade by Francesco D'Andrea. 
Be sure you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Help inspire other future brokers by sharing this episode and leaving your reviews. Join us in person at a Build a Broker event near you. These half-day events help you open, operate, and grow your mortgage brokerage with confidence. Learn more at nmplink.com slash B-A-B.